Hello and welcome into the Gotta Be Saints podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Gotta. Join me each week as I tackle life's most important question, how do I become a saint? Today's podcast is titled, The Year of the Eucharist. To start, I want to shout out the Gotta Be Saints sponsors, two sponsors. Firstly, Syndicate Strategies. They've been with us for a while. They are a marketing agency that is run and operated by two Catholic business partners, both of whom have been working together for over 25 years. They have the ability to help you connect with current technology and build an engaging website and e-commerce store that they promise will bring results. So I invite you to find out what they can do for you at sinstrat.com slash saints. That's sinstrat.com slash saints. Our second podcast sponsor is the Catholic Company. If you're like me and you love the faith and you love wearing it on your sleeve, I invite you to check out the Catholic Company. They are the number one Catholic retail store in the world. And from rosaries to books to statues to clothing, they have it all. So use code Gotta Be Saints today for 15% off your order. That's code, not COD. Gotta Be Saints today, all one word for 15% off. The Catholic Company, because faith matters. Like I said, today's podcast is focusing on this idea of the year of the Eucharist. The church actually celebrated the year of the Eucharist back in 2004 to 2005. And from the Gotta Be Saints perspective, from my perspective, I think this is something we should be celebrating every year because there is nothing greater that we've been given than the Eucharist. And I say that because the Eucharist is Christ himself. If you listen to last week's podcast, you know that I invited all of you, including myself, to journey with a saint. I did it in 2021, and I thought, heck, that's a great idea for every year of my life to journey with a saint. And for me, I picked St. Joseph. St. Joseph was actually my saint for 2021. And... For 2022, I decided to run it back. I'm getting married this year, and so it seemed pretty obvious that the person I should pick is the foster father of Jesus. And so I'm excited to journey with him, but I invite you at home who listen to this podcast to also pick a saint. There are so many saints out there, and you really can't go wrong. Any one of them would welcome journeying with you. And so if you need help with that, send a message over to gottabesaints at gmail.com and I'll try to respond to you quickly or send me a message on Instagram or Facebook. But that was last week's podcast, which that idea remains, but I want to talk about another idea. One other thing to accompany you and me in this year of 2022. I want to talk to you about the idea of making this a Eucharistic year. I want you, I want me, to consider making the Eucharist a part of our daily lives. For many of us, we go to Mass on Sunday, and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Uh, If you're a parent or uh, living at home with your family, Mass can be distracting. Maybe you're a single person. Mass is also distracting. It's hard. Sometimes the homilies aren't very good. The music's not great. Or... 
just finding parkings frustrating enough. It's easy to get distracted during the liturgy. And yet, hopefully, you're like me. And by the time that the priest is saying that Eucharistic prayer, your heart's calmed down a little bit, and you're starting to finally enter into what's what's before you. Or at the very least, you find yourself walking down that aisle, and you realize who you're receiving. For myself, I usually try when I'm walking down that aisle to make a prayer where I say, Lord, let me receive you worthily today. And if this be the last time I receive the Eucharist, Lord Jesus, let it be done worthily. And now I, I say that, one, because I was inspired by St. Jose Maria Scriva to look at it that way. I think that's wonderful advice. But I keep doing it because that allows me to enter into that moment in a way that I might not without that prayer. Because for myself, like I said, I talked about all the distractions. Well, I share those because I'm all too familiar with them myself. And that's the reality that many of us deal with. But this year of the Eucharist, I want it to be something that is not just a Sunday happening. For many of you, like I said, it's you're going to Mass on Sunday. But that might be the only time you're reflecting on the Eucharist or at least receiving it. And I think we can go deeper because I believe that our lives are changed one Eucharist at a time. Let me say that again. I believe that our lives are changed one Eucharist at a time. There's a great phrase that the Eucharist is food for the journey. Think about that. If you look at the Our Father, Jesus says, you know, when he tells us to say this prayer, he says, give us this daily bread. Now, I don't believe that our Lord is saying that each and every one of us has to go to daily Mass. No, but I, I do believe that he is asking us to implore him to give us the graces to live that day faithfully. And what better way to receive those graces than by reflecting on that daily bread that is so very real and truly is the Eucharist. Now, the daily bread might look different for each one of us, but I do believe that in a certain sense, he is talking about his Eucharistic body, talking about receiving himself. And so maybe we aren't able to do that physically, but there are ways for you and I to enter into this year in a Eucharistic way that is deeper than anything we've ever experienced before. And like I said, I truly believe that our lives are changed one Eucharist at a time. And if each of us had a greater devotion to the Eucharist, this world could look very different. The Eucharist is Christ himself. It is Jesus fully present. And I think if you want to grow this year, nothing has the power to make that happen. Like Christ Jesus Eucharistic. But what does this look like? How do we make this happen? Well, I think it looks different for each and every one of us. We all have different spiritual lives, spiritualities. But I think that, quite simply, each day, without exception, you and I should be making some prayer or devotion that's centered on the Eucharist. We should be practicing something that allows us to recollect Jesus Christ in this great gift. 
There are many ways to do this, but a few suggestions. Daily Mass. If you're able to go to Mass every day, or at least a couple times a week, I invite you to do that. There's no better way to come to know our Lord than by receiving Him frequently. If you look at the saints, many of them practice this, and they show us that this is a great way to grow in love for Him. If daily Mass isn't a possibility for you, or you can't make it every day, there's also adoration. Many adoration chapels exist here in the United States and throughout the world. Time before the tabernacle, visiting your local parish, maybe before work or after work, reflecting just on the Eucharistic Lord, praying the fifth luminous mystery, the institution of the Eucharist, Reflecting on sacred scripture, especially the New Testament, go sit with any part of the Gospels, and I promise you, it will be Eucharistic. And my last suggestion, a prayer of spiritual communion. If you don't know this prayer, I invite you to look it up, but I want to say it to you now because I think it's so beautiful. And this is just one version of a prayer of spiritual communion, but it's the one I know and I love it. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you are already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. A beautiful prayer, one that you and I could make a part of our daily lives if we just wanted to, if we just made the effort. And I think we have to look at the Eucharist as spiritual nourishment. For many of you, you're doing certain practices each day or quite frequently so as to better yourself. Maybe this is exercise. Maybe it's eating healthy. Maybe it's just performing well at work or spending time with your family or friends, hobbies, whatever. We all have different things in our lives that we're very focused on, that we're very devoted to. And I think all of these things are wonderful, but none of them compares to the Eucharist. None of them compares to what a great gift this is. So I invite you, to consider making the Eucharist a part of your daily life. Consider making one of these practices. If you were to run a marathon and you're actually trying to do your very best, you would practice. You would work on it. You wouldn't go into the race that day without running beforehand. That's madness. And so in turn... If you and me are really looking to get to heaven, we wouldn't spend our lives here on earth idly because what would happen when we got to the heavenly gates? What would we say to the Lord if we spent the rest of our lives idly letting them pass us by? No, we would and will and should put an effort in now so that we can one day be with him. And so I invite you to start that today. 
And I believe that there is no greater practice than having a spiritual life, a spiritual existence, a spirituality that is built and centered on Jesus Christ's Eucharistic. And if you think that I'm crazy having that thought process, that mentality, or just aren't ready to get on board, I invite you to look at the Blessed Mother. Who lived a Eucharistic spirituality better than Mary, the Mother of God? She spent her whole life taking care of Jesus Christ. She was adoring him from the get-go. She was spending time with Jesus. And she was there faithfully at the cross. And she was there afterward. And she was there in the upper room when the Holy Spirit came upon them. The Blessed Mother is the greatest human example for any one of us. She, other than Jesus, of course, himself, she shows us, she gives lens to what we are called to be. And she wants to journey with us. And if we want to be holy, she tells us the way. Do whatever he tells you. She says that at the wedding feast at Cana. And so that is what I think you and I should be focused on in 2022 and going forward. What if you and I made a decision today? To have the Eucharist as a part of our daily lives. In any one of these practices, or maybe a practice that you've thought of that I haven't. But what if we allowed the Eucharistic Lord to be in our lives always? I hope you consider joining me on this journey. I think our lives can change one Eucharist at a time, and our world will change based on our conversions. And so... I invite you to make this a part of your life in a deeper way. And hopefully on this podcast, I'll be talking more about the Eucharist. I'm, as you probably can tell, I'm very passionate about it. Our souls are best when they are centered around our Eucharistic Jesus. So let us pray that we may not only desire that, but then in turn, live it out. Thank you for listening. God bless you and know of my prayers.